This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thinking big numbers here, trying to really get out ahead in this game. Deep drop. Jackson, step, deliver. It's snagged by Likely. Isaiah Likely. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. You know, that's the uh, the second Iron Eagle highlight we played during the show today. We only have one Kevin Harlan highlight, and like Kevin Harlan did to join us on the show today. Like we kind of like, we got to get a little, right? Got to get a little more Kevin Harlan on the show, right? He joined us on the show. Sure. Again, that has to be the Iron Eagle, the Iron Eagle show today, unless Ian wants to right. join us at some point. So, uh, hey, Jake. Well, I I requested a Uh, game. I mean, I requested the game. It's my fault. I didn't, I didn't, you know, we can play, we can play Kevin Harlan the next few segments. In fact, we're going to, we're going to make it a a, a point debate. Is he a, is he friend of the show now? Like he definitely is, right? Oh yeah. And it's, it's like his fault too, because he called us by our names a bunch of times. He was like the nicest guy. So guess what? Now, now we're friends, whether you like it or not. Guess what? He's coming on tomorrow at eight oh five. The start countdown to kickoff. He doesn't know that yet, but we'll be calling him. It's going to be awesome. At Seven o'clock. He's actually the prop game now. Yeah, prop Kev. That's what we call him. I, I, I got to tell you, I would be more than happy to hand him the scepter. Let let him run. Amazing. I'm going back. And then we'll be playing Tyreek Hill over receiving yards against his former team, where he used to play in Kansas City, streaking down the sideline, beating Jalen Ramsey. Well, actually. Now, okay, that's why it should be prop, Kevin, because they're on the same team. Uh, Evan Silver okay. from Establish the Run steps by here in, in uh, 20 minutes. Uh, Evan's got a lot of bets coming up for Super Wild Card Weekend. Excited to get Evan's thoughts on the games. Brad Evans will join us next hour on the show. We'll get to the superlatives markets in a moment. And also, just because I haven't thrown this out, basically since the beginning of the show. Next hour on the show, we will uh, take your... You, meaning the people that are watching the show on YouTube and Twitch, uh, your favorite football bet for the weekend. So type it in in the chat on YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. If you're listening to the show, you want to get involved, hop into one of those feeds on YouTube or Twitch and uh, type your favorite football bet of the weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. Could be the Monday night game also. Side, total, prop, parlay, teaser, same game parlay, whatever it is, and the reason why you like it. We'll read it on the air. We'll shout you out. We'll talk about uh, your favorite bet. So that's coming up a little bit later in the program. But uh, let's, Ken, continue the conversation we started in hour one on most likely Super Bowl champions. And uh, we closed with like a pretty good cliffhanger, right? It was like uh, like season one of Lost, what ends with them like looking down the hatch, basically, right? That's sure. what this and was. Then the light comes with on. you saying, I yeah, got to tell you, so. what a what a first couple seasons of television yeah after that may, maybe not not as good but those first couple seasons pretty 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 badass uh don't tell me what i can't do if i'm gonna bet the baltimore ravens ken you said that the uh the ravens don't necessarily check some of these like historical boxes for you as far as being a super bowl champion they are the one seed in the afc and got like 
a tremendous piece of good news today. Uh, star tight end Mark Andrews, we haven't seen him for a while, obviously, designated to return from injured reserve, which, like, uh, maybe he ends up playing next week in the divisional round. But, I mean, that this means that he will play in the Super Bowl if and when the Ravens get there, for sure. So uh, why are you uh, not as high on the Baltimore Ravens? And for people... If, if you missed the segment, you can check it out in podcast form. But, Ken, you had the Ravens in your third tier of teams along with the Miami Dolphins as potential Super Bowl champions. Yeah, so they're, you know, in the 14-team tournament, um, there were seven teams that, that seemed uh, impossible, honestly, that they could win the Super Bowl. They, to me, they feel impossible. They probably sure they have some chance, but I would consider them a zero. Uh, Detroit, Philly, Tampa, the Rams, and the Packers. So everyone but Dallas and San Francisco on the NFC side. And then Houston and Pittsburgh. On the AFC side, uh, for I think for some pretty obvious reasons, those are two really flawed teams. I, I don't even think I need to go into why. Um, that leaves you with seven. And the Browns, I kind of put off to the side as like, I don't know what they are. I'm not betting it, but like, I guess they could surprise everyone. Best defense and who knows what Flacco is going to be. And then that leaves you with six. And so all season, these have kind of been the six that like I've been paying the most attention to. Is there an entry point on stuff? We talked about betting Buffalo at what we thought was the entry point on them. So we're holding Nick and I are holding like a variety of tickets. Like I have a Bills Niners Super Bowl matchup that's 49 to one. I think that's like 650 now or something like that. Uh, so just, you know, like you kind of like pick and choose your spots as you go. We did the Bills on the show. So to me, it's like San Francisco is the most likely champion by far. They fit every parameter. Uh, they're also the favorite in the market. Maybe that means you don't want to bet them. Um, then there are three teams that have flaws, Kansas city offense, Buffalo, like a few things, but I guess defense would be number one, especially in like the first 12 games of the year. IQ <laughs> firing coordinators, turning it over a lot. Uh, and then the Cowboys performance on the road where these three teams, like if they won it, I, they, they don't, they don't break any, any of the parameters. They're just like, they're like a little off. Um, but they're in, they're in, that's fine. They're just not San Francisco. And then these two teams, these two other teams that are sort of like the ones most worthy of discussion, Miami and Baltimore, like Miami, they will pass every test like they will, but they also, this is the team that's going to take the field on Saturday night is not the team that we've seen basically the entire season because of all the injuries that they've had. It'll be like the most weakened version of the Miami Dolphins. Now, maybe they can overcome that and get healthier as the playoffs go on. It would, I mean, if the Miami Dolphins won the Super Bowl, it would not be a historical outlier, which is like a pretty crazy thing to say based on how they're rated right now. But it's because of all the injuries. It's because they're not 100%. So, like, you could bet them. It's just kind of like, why, I guess? Or you have to believe that they can overcome all the adversity that they've uh, faced. And maybe they can. I don't think I would want to bet on it, but it's interesting that they can be in the conversation. Baltimore's the headliner, to your point, Nick. And this is, it's like a little tough to uh it's not just like well they're like you know they don't run the ball as well like it's not like baltimore's a great team baltimore's really good at a lot of stuff the reason why baltimore looks funny to me as a super bowl winner just as someone who looks at all sports this way is that usually uh winning a title is like a multi-year process and usually like you see these really obvious steps and in college basketball it's like the most defined where no one has ever won the college basketball tournament being worse than they were the year before. So if you were like the best team in the country and then the next year you're the third best team, you've never won, even though you're the third best team. It's always like you're building towards something and then you win. And that also means that the year before you win, you're really good and you're really good at a lot of very specific things. And then you make like some minor tweaks. That's like a good way to think about it. And I don't, minor tweak could actually be a significant thing, but just a lot of the groundwork for winning the Super Bowl 
occurs the year before with like the roster that's been built and the way you have your salary set up. And so like, you know, Tampa built a Super Bowl roster and then added Tom Brady. The Rams built a Super Bowl roster and then traded for Matthew Stafford. Like that's a good way to think about it. You could argue like the Ravens kind of did that and then got a new offensive coordinator. And like, that's how they've solved this, except in a bunch of these last year categories, they were too terrible. They were too bad. And you don't get this good this fast, even for a team that's had a lot, like a long track record of success. It's not that they can't win. They just like, this would be a big leap for them based on what they were last year. And in the history of the Super Bowl, no one's really had a leap like that and won. Um, it, you, there's been more signs the year before that it was possible. Like for Buffalo, this isn't even a leap. It's like a step across. They were rated like the best team in the league last year. They just lost to Joe Burrow. Uh, if Mahomes won again, plenty of groundwork been laid last year for that. They won the Super Bowl last year. Um, San Francisco, I, I, I just go through the same arguments over and over again. Baltimore's a little different. It's kind of like, yeah, like the coach has been there for a while. Quarterbacks won the MVP and he's going to win another one. It's still a really big jump to get from last year's overall performance uh, to the profile of a team that wins the Super Bowl, they would be the first in many ways to do the thing that they're trying to do. So that doesn't mean sometimes they can just be the first. That's okay. But you're trying to make tough decisions between teams. And if you're faced with San Francisco or Buffalo or Kansas City or Baltimore, or I mean, honestly, put Dallas in that first category too. I'm going to take those teams before I take Baltimore for this reason. It's going to be how I filter them out to kind of leave me with teams that maybe I'm more likely to bet on. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. We'll get to the superlatives market coming up in a little bit. Uh, I have a question, and then I guess we can kind of like put a bow on this, and we'll put a bow on it with me asking you, okay, like if you had to make like one bet, what would it be? Like who is the Michigan sure. of, of the NFL playoffs? But I just want to ask about the Rams, and I don't want to yeah. preface this question by saying I agree with Ken. And I know a lot of people think, okay, like I think the Rams are going to win on Sunday night. In all likelihood, they unless the Packers win, the Rams would go to San Francisco. I think the Niners thump them in the game if and when that happens. I would like San Francisco in the game, but I think it's like it's not crazy to think like if there were a team that could potentially upend the apple cart, maybe if like Stafford goes nuclear and like the Rams' offense is awesome, sure. McVay's won a Super Bowl. So you you dismissed the Rams, and again, just to be clear, this is me playing devil's advocate on behalf of people that like like this team, and there are a lot of people. I don't like them to win the Super Bowl. Why are you crossing the Rams off the list? Because that's like that's like the that's like the quote unquote hashtag trendy underdog, right? To potentially yeah. make a run towards the Super Bowl this year. Uh, sure. So two points. One, uh, there is no invisible barrier that prevents the Rams from winning a bunch of games, uh, going to the NFC Championship game, winning it, and going to the Super Bowl. All we're talking about is literally winning the Super Bowl. The Ra So by me saying that, every team in the tournament, by me setting those parameters, every team in the tournament could do the maximum without winning the Super Bowl, which is to go to the Super Bowl. So like when the Rams make the Super Bowl, that's not crazy them winning would be crazy. Them beating whoever the best team is that comes from the AFC historically would be crazy. Um, the thing with the Rams that's always been like kind of tripped up for me. So, I mean, I have some of their stuff right here. I mean, like their team profile from this year is close in a bunch of areas. It's not good enough, but it's close. The biggest problem for me is 
you have a team that went from win the Super Bowl to bottom out to try to win again. First of all, nobody's ever done that, that exact kind of trajectory. It's not like, oh, well, remember when Tom Brady got way, 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 way worse and then they won? No, because it didn't happen and it never happens. So they'd be the first to sort of, you know, have that timeline. And because of that, all of their last year's stuff is just an absolute disaster. I mean, it's a zero. It was one of the worst teams in the league last year. And you'd be like, oh, well, the guys didn't play. And you, there are a lot of excuses for why that's the case. Uh, that's great. Also, no one's ever won the Super Bowl having that kind of a season. And there have been plenty of teams historically that have good coaches and had quarterbacks get hurt and come back the next year, and all of them still didn't win. So it's not like this is the first time there's ever been a team that was really good and had a quarterback injury and had a bad season. And they didn't even have to be as bad as they were last year, but they were really bad. So every last year criteria and you can be dismissive of the stuff and that's fine but like i've spent a lot of time on this i'm just telling you like this stuff works like all the time and it's in all kinds of sports we do this stuff on the show uconn and basketball like i bet ucla but uconn was like the other team that made all the sense i just picked the wrong team like cool i'll make the mistake like i'll put the teams out there and and of the three pick the wrong one but they're still one of the three and like Michigan was one of one. We didn't even do the MLS much on the show. Like the Columbus crew were one of one. We talked about it on the show. They won. Like there's there's some merit to this philosophy and the Rams don't fit it. So it's not that they can't win. Every team can win. But like if you're choosing to bet into the market, I'd like to know if a team makes absolutely no sense historically to win. That's the Rams. So every team can make it. I'll just be honest. I'd be hoping for a situation where the Rams make it and play Buffalo or the Rams make it and play Mahomes, or they play, you know, whatever, Miami, actually, if they end up getting anything, because it means they played really well. And uh, and I'd bet the opposite side in the game. Okay. Uh, so the bow on this now, and like, I, I love this stuff, and I hope that like listeners and viewers can find the value. How could you not really be a moron? Just being honest. Um, what's the bet? What's the play? Like, so like in totality here, is there a Michigan... Is there, like, the right. one team that you'd really like? And then, also, if that team's San Francisco, like, if San Francisco's the Michigan, and I know that this it's win the Super Bowl, not necessarily make it, um, it I guess, like, if you had to pick a team to win the AFC, like, are, is Buff, would Buffalo be your choice? Is it the winner of the Dolphins-Chiefs game? If, like, if you're looking to fade Baltimore, and I understand, again, like, the exercise just now was, like, to win the Super Bowl, which means Baltimore right. could make the Super Bowl and then lose. But yes. it, are, are you looking to fade Baltimore in the AFC? So who's the Michigan? If there is one, and if there are multiple, that's great. And if it's a team from the NFC, are you going to pick a, a team other than Baltimore to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? The second question, the answer is probably because if I don't like the Ravens historically and I really like two other teams and I especially like Buffalo, then I, you know, then I'm going to like them a little more, even if Baltimore making the game makes sense. They don't have to win two freaking games. One of them might be against Houston. Like, I mean, just it's a pretty easy path. I guess is my point for them to get to the game. I would just like their if they played San Francisco in the Super Bowl, I'd like San Francisco a lot. Um, and not just based on this stuff, if that was the matchup. Uh, the problem with like the NFL futures market, right, is it's like a lot of the really good teams and it's always a lot of the really good teams. Whereas with Michigan, it's like just them. So it's just like, you know, enter the market and make a bet right now. Sure. Like the way I'd frame it for people, honestly. So I, is there a Michigan? No, but the most likely team to win for me by far is San Francisco. So I guess like that's the answer to that question in terms of betting where price becomes a really important thing. I mean, I'm basically telling you there are four teams where it's like, you don't bat an eyelash whatsoever. If they win San Francisco, Dallas, Buffalo, and Kansas city. Okay, if you go by price, this is the best price you'll ever get on Mahomes to win a Super Bowl ever. 
and they fit just like the other three teams do. I'm not saying they're gonna win. I who would ever predict such a thing? But just like from a price standpoint, they're pretty interesting. And to be fair, from a price standpoint, and I'm not going to bet them, and there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't, from a price standpoint, Dallas is pretty interesting. Like, they check everything. They're just not a very good road team. We've seen teams win that weren't very good road teams. Even teams that had to win a lot of games on the road that were terrible road teams in the regular season won the Super Bowl. Um, how could you play that? You could play Dak Super Bowl MVP instead. You could play Allen Super Bowl MVP instead. I think those two are like one-to-one -one correlations, honestly. Maybe Parsons wins, but like I don't think so. And uh, and yeah, kind of do what do what you will with that information. That's the best I could do. As, excellent, excellent, excellent information. We'll do the superlative markets at some point, or uh, or we won't. But what we will do coming up next, Evan Silva joins from Establish the Run with a lot of bets for Super Wild Card Weekend.